Welcome to the Healthy and Happy Podcast, a workshop-style podcast hosted by yours truly, Julie Brewer. I'm a blogger and holistic nutrition coach on a mission to help women live healthier, happier lives and show up as the strongest, most confident version of themselves. In this podcast, we get real about all things nutrition, fitness, and personal development to help you cut through all the BS and transform your body and most importantly, your life. Sound good? Let's dive in. Hello, my gorgeous soul. Welcome back to the Healthy and Happy Podcast. I am honestly all smiles today. I don't know if you can hear it through the podcast, but I'm just smiling so big because my eight-week nutrition mentorship is officially sold out. And I'm so freaking excited to welcome all these beautiful, wonderful women in due to the nature of the work and how deep we get and how intensive the program is. I choose to only work with a handful of women at a time. So I really, really screen and make sure and I get on calls with women to make sure that it's a good fit and that both people are energetically aligned to work together and to create this change in their life. And really the program just dives so much deeper than nutrition because I believe that nutrition and health and wellness, of course, it's the foundation upon which you should build your life, but it's not the end all be all. And I find that so many people that I work with were stuck in this feeling of very low self-worth. Maybe we've been obsessing over diets for a really long time, or we think about food constantly or our bodies. We have shame surrounding our bodies based on things that have happened in our childhood or things that have happened in adulthood or just guilt and shame over how we look right now. So my work Work, yes, is to lay the groundwork for all the nutrition information you need on a very practical level, but I work really hard to clear the space so that you can call in more of what you actually love into your life. Can you cultivate more fulfilling relationships and friendships? Can you clear up all the clutter in your environment so that you have more space for things that you love by cleaning out your closet, by cleaning up your social media feed, getting rid of all of those things that just suck your soul, suck your energy, and make you have major anxiety every single day. We dive deep into what's causing you to have low self-worth, how to build it back up again, and of course, finding an individualized way of eating that makes you thrive, feel energized, and feel super amazing without feeling obsessive about food choices. It's such an honor to watch a woman go from stuck and afraid and scared and full of self-doubt in every single area of her life to finally understanding that it's her time to step into her worth, say yes to herself, and create the body and life of her dream. So I'm so pumped about this eight-week nutrition mentorship. We are going into the summer with a bang, and I'm so pumped for all the women that got in for this round. If you're listening to this, and if you listen to my podcast, and you're like, oh my God, what is this about? I have so many questions. I want to know all the things about it. I do open a wait list, so even though my spots are full at the moment, I will be opening up spots in the future. So if this is a hell yes for you, if you're like, I don't know what it is. I just feel like I need to reach out, and I need to chat with you about this, head to juliebrewer.com slash coach. There, you can fill out a questionnaire. You can schedule in a time to talk to me so we can chat now and then you solidify your spot for when my spots open again because that's pretty much how I filled my spots this time was by people who were on the wait list from last time and I don't want you to miss the opportunity to completely transform your relationship to food and your body. So if you resonate with my message, if you understand 
understand that life isn't all about food and you don't want it to be all about food. You want to live a full, joyful life with meaningful relationships, a career that lights you up, create space for things that really matter in your life, and of course, look and feel your best, then head to juliebuer.com slash coach, sign up for a call, we'll chat about it, we'll get you in there, sister. If it's a hell yes, you gotta do it. Even if you're just getting that nudge and that intuitive hit that this is something you need to look into, schedule the call, we'll just sit down and chat. There's no pressure at all. I just want to help you. As you can tell, I'm so damn passionate about this work and the results the women get who go through my program. I feel so honored every single day that this is my life's work. And it really took me listening to my intuition, listening to the nudges that I was getting from the universe, from God, whatever you decide you want to believe in. But today I want to dive into intuition because I know that word is such a buzzword right now in the self-development space. People are like, just follow your intuition. It's a women's intuition. You should just know exactly what to do at all times. And I want to kind of use this coaching experience as an example of how I've shifted my business over the years based on my intuition and how that keeps opening up doors and opportunities for me. And I also want to share a story about how my intuition actually led me to the relationship of my dreams, which is with Mark. So what is intuition? How do you find it? How do you know what it is? How do you know if it's your head or your heart talking? There are a few ways that I personally like to identify what my intuition is, how I know it's my intuition, and how I know that I'm acting out of my heart instead of my head. The first thing that helps me make every single decision that I ever make, no matter how big or small, is I like to ask myself and present myself with a situation or a problem that I'm struggling with. Let's say you're trying to decide if it's time for you to move on from a relationship or move on from a job. Just think of something in your life right now that you're like, ah, God, this is a thing I keep thinking about. I don't know what decision I need to make. Because here's the thing. We get really anxious and wrapped up when we don't make decisions. Anxiety comes from indecision. So the sooner we can decide and the more decisive we become, the faster we can bring in the things that we actually want in our lives. And we stop playing small and we step into our worth and we step into that hell yes living as opposed to just skating by and letting life be mediocre. So here's an exercise you can practice. It's one that I use all the time from really small decisions to really big decisions in my life. Let's say the decision you want to make again is you leaving a relationship or a job or letting go of a friendship that's no longer serving you. Let's use the friendship example because you want to be very clear and specific and ask one thing at a time. So say you have a toxic friend in your life and you know that you want to cut ties with this person and you just don't know how to do it or you don't know if you should or you don't know XYZ. There's so many different layers to the situation. Think of you saying goodbye to this friendship. Okay, so just think of that. When I say goodbye to this friendship, pay attention to how your body feels. Do you feel expansive? Like, does it feel like a weight has been lifted off your shoulders? You can breathe a little bit easier. You don't feel as anxious or closed off. Or do you feel like you have this anxious pit in your stomach and you just feel contracted and you automatically feel like you're just closing off? And really what you're trying to see is getting out of your head and getting into your body to see if something makes you feel expansive or contracted. And let me just clarify something. There is always going to be fear surrounding big decisions, but I love what Elizabeth Gilbert says in Big Magic. She talks about how fear is always going to be present, but she no longer lets it drive the car. She's like, okay, fear. I understand you're here. I understand that you're trying to keep me safe, but I ask that you just take a step back. You can sit in the backseat of the car, but I'm the one who's driving this car, meaning her life. So she's the one who's in control. Fear is just there to try to keep you safe. So fear is going to come up. It's going to try to keep
keep you the same and not change anything drastically in your life because your body and your mind want homeostasis. They want it to stay exactly the same. So when you're trying to expand and you're trying to grow and you're trying to step outside of your comfort zone, that's naturally going to be uncomfortable, which means fear is going to come up. But again, you just allow it to take a backseat. You don't let it drive the car. So when you first ask yourself that question, does this feel expansive or contracted? I want you to go with your first gut reaction because there's always going to be fears that come up. So for example, I remember back when I was trying to decide if I wanted to leave my full-time advertising job back in 2015, I believe it was now. And I just had no idea if it was something that I should do or I shouldn't do or do it now or do it later, X, Y, Z. But I knew that I was being so anxious because I wasn't actually making a decision about it. So I finally sat down with myself and I said, okay, leaving this job, even though it's scary, even though I won't get a steady paycheck, even though I'm taking a risk on myself, does this feel expansive to do or does it feel contracted? And for the first few times I asked that question, it felt contracted because it was not the right time yet. I knew I needed to save up a little bit more money, get a few more clients, do all of the things necessary so that I wouldn't completely jump ship and have no net to catch me. But there came a time when I was like, you know what? This just feels expansive. It feels right. And to me, the intuition is just this sense of calmness and peace about a situation. It's almost like you can't even explain it. You just kind of know it's right and you know that it's what you need to do. So that was my first very big intuitive decision was deciding to leave my advertising job. At the time, I was doing personal training, both online and in person. So I had clients there, but again, it was scary. It wasn't as stable as just going to an advertising nine to five job every single day. I had a decent salary for just getting out of school. I had a 401k, I had a Roth IRA, I had all the financial comfort that I needed in order to pay my bills, but I knew it was time to take a chance on myself. And really what helped solidify that decision for me was, okay, Julie, you have three months. You have three months to prove this to yourself. If you find that you're floundering and you're not making any money and you broke as a joke and you're living on the streets, you can always go back and get another job. But you're young, you're not committed to a partner or to children. You have all of the freedom now to make this choice. And would you want to look back when you're 65 years old and say, oh, I just worked at that advertising agency for the rest of my life and I never took a chance on myself? Hell no. No, life is meant to be lived to the fullest. And that's the point that I try to get across in my coaching. It's to fully step into your power. It's to know that you are worthy of all of the things that you want to experience in life, whether that's a change in career, whether that's leaving a relationship that's no longer serving you. You can and you do deserve to have it all. And I want you to wrap your mind around that because our culture says that as women, we don't deserve this. It's shameful to feel like you deserve something or you can't be too much of this or too much of that or grow too big or make too much money or also be in love and also be a mother at the same time. We're sold this false idea that we can't have it all. And I truly call bullshit on that. I believe we can fucking have it all, but it's not until you start believing that you can have it all, that all of it will come into your life. And that's not to say all of it will come into your life at one time. There are lessons we need to go and grow through in order for all of that to come into our lives. But it's when we finally start standing up for ourselves, stepping into our worth and saying hell yes to the things that really light our soul on fire, that everything starts to fall into place. I want to just share the next intuitive big decision I made in my life because this one is a doozy. This one really, looking back, I'm still like, what the actual F were you thinking when you made this decision? And every single person in my life thought I was crazy. They thought I was dumb. They thought I was stupid. They judged me. I remember getting this big long email from my uncle telling me that I was a failure for wanting to make this decision. X, Y, Z. We'll get into that. But I still made the decision 
decision anyway without any real logical reason. And the thing I'm talking about is after I left my advertising job, I had been working by myself as a personal trainer, again, online, in person. I was teaching group exercise classes. I did that for about three or four months. And I was presented with this opportunity to intern at a gym that was about two hours away from my house in Orlando. It was a gym called Strength Camp. It's located in St. Petersburg, Florida. And the catch was in order to intern there for three months, number one, you weren't guaranteed a job. And number two, during those three months, you wouldn't get paid. And I did internships all throughout college. So I totally understand the benefit of working for free in exchange for experience. However, I had already graduated college. I had already started building my own business and I wasn't in the most financially secure place where I could just go and live somewhere and work for free for three months. And it was a full-time job. Like I was there five o'clock in the morning until probably seven o'clock at night, just spending the whole day there. Looking back, I probably could have gotten a part-time job sometime during the day, but it was just very overwhelming because I had just moved. It was a new place, new experience, new work capacity, just so much going on at one time. But for some reason, I felt so called to go. I have no idea why. I just knew that it was the next step that I needed to take. On paper, it was probably the dumbest thing I ever did. It put me even farther into debt. I spent a year or two trying to recover from that financially, and I just didn't go about it in the best way, if you know what I'm saying. I just knew it was something that I needed to do. Again, on paper, it didn't make sense. My whole family thought I was crazy because I was working for free for no money in exchange for experience as an adult isn't really something I don't even know if it's legal but I knew in my heart it was something I needed to do in order to eventually advance my career so I moved there I had to break my lease in my apartment which was expensive and I had to room with random people from roomster.com just in order to afford a place to live there while I was working for free and honestly it was one of the most stressful but transformative times of my life so yes it was financially stressful and I was under a lot of pressure. I wasn't making that much money. I had to borrow money from my dad. It was just not a good situation to be in. I learned so, so, so much about myself, about who I was as a coach. I learned to be the best coach that I could possibly be. And even though I don't work in the realm of personal training and coaching necessarily anymore, it taught me how to communicate with people and how to get people amazing results in their bodies. So that was invaluable in itself. And it also taught me boundaries. It taught me to stand up for myself, to stand up for my worth, because I ended up getting hired on full-time after that three-month internship. So in the end, it ended up paying off financially, yes. It ended up with me making lifelong friendships. And here's the key. And looking back, hindsight is 2020. This is the actual reason that I was meant to take it. And my soul knew this. I had no freaking earthly idea that this was going to happen. But I met the love of my life there. The guy who would eventually become my husband. Isn't it freaking crazy? Looking back on experiences like that, I still get goosebumps and chills because my soul, God, whoever you want to say, knew that that was going to happen. So even though none of that made sense on paper, it wasn't probably the best career decision. It wasn't the best financial decision. I was away from my friends and my family. I had to live with random people. All of these things that were so stretchy and uncomfortable for me, but for some reason, my soul kept saying, hell yes. And that little nudge to do something, my intuition just kept getting louder and louder. And it was like, Julie, you got to go. This doesn't make sense, but don't worry about it. It'll all work out in the end. And I was like, okay, God, truly, I am trusting you right now because I have no freaking clue what I'm doing. And it turns out I met my freaking husband there. He actually did the same thing. He came down to St. Petersburg to work at this gym from Florida the year before I did. So he had interned there for the three months. He got hired on full time as a coach. And by the time I got there,
there. He had been there for a year. We formed a friendship over the three months that I was interning there. And then our love started to blossom when I got hired on full time. And then we ended up moving in together and all the things, all the chips just fell into place. And it's so wild to think of what would have happened had I not listened to my intuition. Had I just said, you know what? I don't really feel like going to St. Pete. That's not the best career move for me. I'm going to be financially in trouble. I don't know if I can make it happen for myself. I was just like, you know what? I'm young and dumb. And I was naive at the time, which probably worked in my favor in this particular situation. But I was like, what do I have to lose? I'll just go there. I'll figure it out. Even though I'm in debt, even though I'm doing stupid shit, (laughs) like I'm just going to make it happen. And look what I got out of it. I got the relationship that my soul was meant for. And I truly believe that my intuition led me to Mark because out of all the billions of people on this planet, the fact that me from Orlando would end up marrying this guy from a small town in Ontario in Canada, it still gives me chills and blows my mind every single day. And that is because I trusted myself enough to follow my intuition and trust that it would all work out in the long run. And now I have a husband and I'm happily married and hopefully he lets me get a chihuahua soon so (laughs) but yeah it's honestly my soul led me in that direction it didn't make sense at the time but I knew it was something I needed to do and the thing with intuition is that the more you lean into it the more you trust the more you follow those nudges and actually take action on them the more opportunities and doors start to open up for you the more you understand that when you lean into that intuition you will be supported you will be taken care of even if it doesn't make logical sense at the time and most recently I'll share an experience with you. I invested thousands of dollars into myself for my business coach at the beginning of this year. I had worked with her through an eight-week program at the end of last year, at the end of 2018. And then going into 2019, she had this mastermind that was a year long. And I have never invested so much money into myself and put a bet on myself like that. It was a very stretchy, uncomfortable amount of money for me. It wasn't necessarily money I had just laying around in the bank. I had to make that money in order to make this investment pay off. But I I knew that by putting my skin in the game, by showing up for myself, it would force me to actually do the work, right? A lot of times we don't invest in ourselves and we don't take risks on ourselves because we have low self-worth and we don't believe that we're going to actually show up to do the work, especially if we've been burned in the past or have had experiences of trying diets or workouts or hiring a coach and not seeing results before. It almost taints you into thinking that this time won't be any different, but that's a choice you have to work through and a choice you have to make and say, you know what? This time is different. I'm I'm going to show up for myself in a way that I've never showed up before. I'm going to put my skin in the game. Yeah, logically on paper, this is scary and it doesn't make sense. But the fear of me being in the same place a year from now without her help was so much more painful than me just giving her money. And you know what? We started working together in January through this mastermind and it's already paid off 20 fold. So again, that was me following my intuition and saying, I don't know how this is exactly going to play out. I don't know who, how many clients I'm going to get or how this is going to pan out. You can never guarantee that. You can never guarantee anything. You just have to trust that again, once you follow those nudges, even if it doesn't make logical sense, but it's something you feel in your heart and soul that you need to do, then you will be led and guided to take the actions that will lead to the results so that it's all worth it in the end. So I just wanted to share some of my intuitive stories with you to show you how expansive it can be when you finally start to tap into your intuition and use that as your guide. I think a lot of times in life, we make things way, way more complicated than it needs to be. We stress out about one situation over and over and over again. We're like, should I do this or should I do this or should I do this or should I do this? And then you never actually make the decision and you never move forward. 
But let me tell you something. There is no such thing as a wrong decision in life. When you lean into your intuition, when you can take a second and say, deep breath, does this make me feel expansive or contracted? And you follow that soul feeling, you will never be led astray. There are no wrong decisions. You might take detours. One answer and one solution might take you a little bit longer than a different one, but there is no wrong answer. Nothing has gone wrong up until this point and nothing will go wrong. You just have to trust, let go of control and understand that you will always, always be taken care of. And I think once you lean into that trust and that understanding that you'll be taken care of, you feel more safe to take riskier decisions and not risky in terms of putting your life in danger or putting somebody else in harm's way or negatively affecting yourself or someone else. But I'm talking about those really scary soul stretching moments when you're like, this is me standing in my worth, standing in my power, standing up for myself, even though people around me might not agree, even though on paper it might not make logical sense, I know that this is a hell yes for me. This is something that my soul wants to do. This is how I'm going to step into my higher power and eventually create the body, the life, the husband, the relationship, the friendships of my freaking dreams. And it all starts by listening to those small nudges of your intuition, getting quiet enough to hear them, so not numbing out with social media, TV, distractions, anything else that we use every single day in our lives, even exercise and food. We use that as a way to numb out to feeling our feelings so that we can never actually hear those intuitive nudges. So clear the space in your life. Start a meditation practice. Go for walks without music. Find things that bring you into the present moment so that you actually have the space and mental clarity and openness to hear what your soul actually wants. Because you don't have to know the full picture. You just have to know the first step. Trust that you are guided in the right direction. Trust that when you take that first step, the second one will appear and then the third and then the fourth. And then soon, a year down the road, you're going to look back and be like, holy shit, because I listened to my intuition, because I made this decision, because I put my skin in the game, I put myself on the hook, I put my fear in the backseat, I didn't let it drive the car. Look at what my life is now. That's the point that I'm trying to get across from you. It doesn't need to be complicated. It doesn't need to be stressful. It doesn't need to cause you anxiety. You just have to lean into the trust and understanding that your intuition is always there to guide you. Your soul will never lead you astray. Nothing has gone wrong. Nothing will go wrong. You are safe. You are protected. Trust in that, sister. Something that I'm also trying to decondition myself from is taking it easy, letting it be easy. That's my new mantra right now. Let it be easy. Life doesn't need to be complicated. It doesn't need to be stressful. We don't need to add on all of these things or try to manipulate or control our situations or people in our lives. We can just let it be easy. We live in a culture where hustle is glorified, where we think we have to work 27 hours out of 24 in the day or else we're not going to be successful or we're never going to make money or we're never going to do anything. But I've been leaning into the trust that I am supported and taken care of only when I put myself first and take care of myself. So let it be easy. Let this flow. That's the vibe I'm trying to transition into is away from that hustle and grind. And yes, there's times when you have to buckle down and get shit done, but it can be easy. Let it be easy. Lean into your intuition. Trust your beautiful soul. It was put there to guide you. As women, we have such a strong intuitive power to know the next right step that we need to take. So I'm going to leave you with this. What is the next step your intuition is telling you to take? Take a deep breath right now with me. What feels expansive to you? 
What's the next step you need to take? Again, you don't have to have the full picture figured out. Just take one step in the direction you think you should go. I'm sending you so much love. I know that you're supported and guided and loved so much, especially by me. I love you, girl. I don't know. Like if you're listening to this podcast, we going through some deep shit. We transform in. We getting better. We shedding all of the old bullshit, limiting beliefs. We shedding our old skins and we're stepping into this bright, beautiful, healthy, happy version of ourselves. And I'm here for it. I don't know about you, but I'm here for it. So I'm here to support you in that journey. If you did want to sign up for the next round of my eight-week mentorship, shoot me a DM on Instagram, girl, or go to juliebuer.com coach. If this is the intuitive hit that you got today, that's like, I need something to clear the obsession with food so that I can create more space for things that I love to come into my life. I would be so happy to support and guide you on that mission. Alrighty, I'll talk to you soon. Have a great rest of your week. Love ya. Bye. Hey, do me a favor. If you like this episode, please head to iTunes and leave a review so more people can find the podcast. Be sure to tag me on your Instagram story so I can show you some love for listening. See you soon.